Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Juan proceeds to take me in his arms, squeeze me so tight my breast went back to my vertebrae, and says to me, I want, that to funny? Be, I want you to be the number three in the threesome. Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, our Real Housewives of Potomac edition. So much to talk about. Our ladies are just firing on all cylinders, and I wish that more people would be grateful for that, but I am, and that's really all I can do. Um, Let's get into it. First, we have like two little bits of uh, news that we want to talk about, but uh, let's get into... <clears throat> a possible reconciliation between a couple of 2022, uh, Luke and Ashley. She was back in Minnesota. Um, Luke ha- just is coming out with a beer called Happy Dog something. But um, yeah, he she was there. She was there. She was there with Hub House and Carl. They made a special appearance. And um, yeah, things are heating up. Ashley also had an appearance where she was doing a a drag show and Luke's mom showed up and his sister. So it was a real family affair. Brian from Family Karma was also there. And uh, yeah, I think that they might be back on y'all. And I'm just very happy about it. Even though my opinion on Ashley is not great, I still love the idea of them together. And I'm, you know, I'm not going to take that away from myself. I don't really take anything away from myself, but I'm not going to start with this one. We'll say that. But anyway, let's get into the episode. 
Starting with Giselle's bubble guts. Thank you so much. Um, she sits down for m- mimosas with Mia. And she basically says, I'm feeling some type of way about Karen coming for Sharice the night before. Because nothing that Karen said about Sharice was true. Okay, how do you know? How do you know that to be, like, factually correct? What are you, Sharice's keeper? I mean, you're acting like it. You're Sharice's representative. That's what Karen should call Giselle for sure. So Giselle tells Mia that she fully believes that not only is Karen jealous of Sharice, but that Wendy is jealous of Mia. What planet, on what planet would this be true? Are you, girl, come on. And then they switch topics of what's going on with Mia and Jacqueline. And Mia's like, you know, we're just at the point of no return. And then she says, the fight that they got onto the plane was embarrassing and not okay. But what she's really mad about is that Jacqueline thinks that she can take jabs at Mia and Mia won't reciprocate. These two live in bizarre world, like an opposite world in which everything that is actually real is um, the opposite. I don't understand on what planet would Wendy be jealous of Mia? Like I know a lot of people don't like Wendy. Come on. And on what planet is Karen jealous of Sharice? For what? She has everything that Sharice is scrapping and slumping and sweating around trying to get herself. So what would Karen have to be jealous of? Everybody likes Karen. Y'all just don't like her. But like, let's not let that blind you from the reality. I um, just saw a TikTok the other day of somebody... Last week I was talking to Chai about how um, Sharice's daughter has TikTok and a lot of it features Sharice and, you know, their relationship. So just so happened that this uh, video pops up of somebody stitching that and being like, you know what? You should love your mama because nobody else does. (laughs) Nobody wants her. She's boring. So I think it's great that you love your mama Sharice because you should. You should, because nobody else does. But anyway, I just like, on what, none of what they're saying makes sense to me at all. At all. Mia, you've been making jabs at Jacqueline this entire time, and you should be uh, in your position. We should not be surprised at all that Jacqueline is the one who is now lashing out back. So then we switch to the topics of getting strippers for Ashley at some point. It appears that, or maybe it was for Robin. I don't know, but it appears that Mia, this is the day where Mia admits that she is a stripper, you know, like Mondays through Wednesday. She was not Thursday through Tuesday. She is. So it must've been one of those days. Um, Out of nowhere. Giselle pulls out a piece of bread to help her stomach. And it just occurred to me that I'm hearing all of these noises in the beginning of the episode that I thought was the wind catching in the microphone. But I think they were trying, I think they were making like bubble guts noises to like, (laughs) ew, you guys, (laughs) which actually leads me to, I have just one thing with the editors because I keep saying that they have the best job on the world, in the world, these Potomac editors. But I will say Whichever straight man 
ordered the bugs and lizards package of the b-roll footage with all these like worms with the insides that you can see moving around on the outside and the 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 lizards eating bugs and like who what straight man ordered that who did that don't do that again because spiritually we all know energetically the show's for the girls and we don't like bugs so please you had your fun but it's enough anyway um robin calls her assistant carly She works with her on the podcast, if you guys don't listen to it. But um, she's, like, asking her, hey, have you figured out what's going on with the wedding? Have you spoken to the wedding planner? And she's like, oh, you know, I I told her, you know, it's not going to be a big deal. It's just going to be the four of you. No big ceremony or anything like that. And, Lord, I wish Robin was as diligent in trying to get this wedding together as she is. (laughs) Or she is not, really, with her tracks. She's got that one bolt of blonde on the right side of her head. And I just free yourself, free all of us, because we keep seeing the exposure and I'm not going back to 2003. Okay. I'm not going back to the old Paris Hilton, um, just glued on extensions. We're not doing that anymore. We've evolved. We've evolved. Did y'all catch that when (laughs) Carly said, yeah, I told the planner that there was just going to be the four of you and the planner was just like, oh, okay. (laughs) Which leads us to the breaking news that Robin and Juan are actually married. It came out on People. Um, they officially got married, that none of the cast members were there. Uh, really no details as to when and where this happened. But it was, it seems like it was, well, we know it wasn't filmed. Because uh, Robin was on Watch What Happens Live. I don't know when. But the last time she was on it, I think, she said... Andy asked her, oh, do you have any updates on your wedding? And Robin said, oh, you'll just have to wait and see. And he goes, but I know that you guys already filmed, finished rapping and it's not on the show. So that's why I'm asking. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess technically she was right. So it sounds like they just like filmed footage um, and are sending it to Bravo because they will be showing it on the show, I guess, during the reunion or during the finale. I'm unsure. Um, Sounds weird. People have uh, been roasting the hell out of her for the entirety of the time since this news dropped, frankly. And um, yeah, it, uh, it seems like a lot of people forgot, maybe, or just didn't remember or don't listen to me when I talked about Juan's charges or, you know, the accusations against Juan. Uh, with regard to Cop and State, if you guys don't know, just look it up. It's not great. It's not great if a person alleging that Juan very much knew that somebody was being um, bribed or um, blackmailed, rather, and uh, was having to give sexually graphic photos and videos in order to keep this person quiet. There's also a catfishing element to it where Juan factors in is that this was a player and the person catfishing I think was part of the coach's team at one point and Juan fully knew that this was going on and did nothing didn't report it didn't uh try to make the person feel better outside of being like yeah the person's really crazy that's wild bro (laughs) and then just like kept his mouth shut so as this case is heating up uh now in real time, uh, it seems like a lot of people had their theories about, um, A, 
if this was coming out to deflect from that, but also B, is this coming out to deflect from one uh, raging the fuck out at Robin this episode? So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just uh, reporting what I've read. <clears throat> Personally, I just don't have an opinion on it. Shockingly. It's not that shocking. I don't really find their relationship to be that interesting. You know, why Why should I find it more interesting than they appear to find it? You know, like they don't really ever seem to be having fun. So I'm not sure why I have to be invested. But, uh, you know, congratulations. I hope it works out now again this time. So. And then we get to this poolside scene with Karen and Ashley. I hope that Ashley Darby knows that she is never going to be able to live down these sequence of scenes that happened uh, during this like first third of the episode. Girl, you are so messy and we all knew it, but like the receipts now are just is chronological. It's in like quick tandem. I mean, girl, let's just talk about it. Okay. So, Karen and Ashley sit down by the pool. They have their little Coronas. And Karen's like, you know, I was really having a good time on this trip until last night. Because I'm really not understanding where all this energy is coming from, Robin. And I don't get it. Like, why does she not like me? Why is she so bombastic about it, right? Ashley tries to explain... Well, I think that maybe Robin is protective of Sharice because Sharice was really supportive of Robin and her relationship with Juan. Okay. So she feel maybe Robin feels like Sharice is part of her story. (laughs) Okay. But Karen's like, okay, I don't want to talk about Sharice. Me either, girl. You can be loyal to whoever you want, but why do you have to lynch me? Like you're calling me fake. What's fake is this wedding. You don't want your mother there. We can't be there to do it in Jamaica with no witnesses. <laughs> Girl, what's going on? So then she goes, there's so much that I know about Robin Dixon. And she knows that, including me knowing about Juan's other woman. And then it pops up on the screen. Grand and Dom, special Potomac unit, like law and order. So <laughs> Karen describes this woman, Juan's girlfriend, as a beautiful natural beauty mature she lives in montgomery county but they always are out in georgetown and this is just the tip of the iceberg so ashley goes okay so is this a girlfriend and karen says yes and she looks like me (laughs) now the thousands of hours that i've watched the housewives i have never left or um, emanated noises quite like this when up on the screen pops a horrible, (laughs) horribly traced drawing of Karen. Like she's coming out of AHA's Take On Me video. She looks terrifying. (laughs) I don't know what this is. I mean, I know what this is supposed to illustrate, but like, why? (laughs) Why? So Ashley says in a confessional, uh, why couldn't she just say that she was blonde? Why did Karen have to say that she looks like her? So Ashley asks Karen, do you think that Robin knows about this woman? And Karen says, yeah, no, she definitely knows. So Ashley goes, well, do you think that they have an arrangement? And Karen goes, Ashley, absolutely I do. So then Karen says that they need to table this topic until they get back. But Ashley's like, well... (laughs) You just know how hard it is for me to hold things in. And 
Ashley says in a confessional that because Juan has had infidelities in his past, it's not really that shocking. And she wants to believe it's not true, but there's always that voice in the back of your head, like, maybe? So Karen does specifically tell Ashley, I want to talk to Robin about this on my own. Okay? Now, she does say, I want to talk to her about it in my room so that I can throw Robin over the balcony. But she did say, I want to talk to her about this one-on-one. So they get back to the hotel. Karen goes upstairs to get a hat or something. And Ashley makes a beeline for the uh, lobby bar where the rest of the ladies are, or most of them. So Jacqueline's talking to Sharice, womp womping on one side of the bar. But then we have the real stars of the show, Wendy and Candace, talking to each other on the other side. So Ashley goes up to them immediately. Now, have we really made up how to make up between Candace and Ashley? Uh, ish. Not really, but uh, they, <laughs> she goes over to them and she's like, gosh, um, I just talked to Karen and Karen asked me not to share what we spoke about with the group, which I'll respect. But then Ashley immediately goes into the elimination game. She goes, what Karen said, it wasn't about me. It wasn't about you two. And so they're like, okay, was it about Giselle? It was it about Sharice? And so Ashley goes, oh, well, gosh, are you guys just going to guess until I uh, say the right one? <laughs> Weird. That's so crazy that you would do that, even though I planted the seed. Um, so, yeah, no, it's not about you guys. Not about Giselle. Robin? And then her eyes just like, ugh, like those little cat clocks from back in the day, just back and forth, back and forth, like ding, 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 you got it, right? So Karen says that she feels like Robin's trying to ruin her integrity. And she, so Ashley says this, that, that Karen feels that way, right? <clears throat> Karen feels like Robin's trying to ruin her integrity. And she says that she knows something else, but I can't say what she said is not my place. Not my place. So Candace is in a confessional like, Ashley, this girl lives to tell other people's business. She can hold a secret about as long as she can hold a pee in her damn bladder. So they hop into the van, go shopping. Robin pulls out another piece of her inspector gadget, uh, gadgets, and wants to play a game, pulls out her phone's like, oh, let's talk about all the shady things. I have all these shady questions in my phone. Let's talk about them. So first she asks, out of all the group, who do you think would be most likely to want to speak to the manager when we go to a restaurant? And everybody goes, Giselle. <laughs> and Giselle goes, ah, no, I think that was, that's Karen. That's Karen. So then Robin asks, who watches the most porn? And Karen's arm immediately shoots up you know what like i think it's erotic i i love it i think it's beautiful <laughs> so then jacqueline's like oh well i watch a lot of porn too um what is y'all's favorite genre of porn and she i think said interracial jacqueline and then ashley just goes i like homemade ebony threesomes <laughs> okay real specific luke this is this is gonna be your future and you know congrats so after that the ladies go shopping and ashley plays this perfectly she finds robin in a like a brief moment where they're together she's like gosh i really just want to go shopping and i want to find uh go get something at this other store that we just went into so robin's like oh, okay you know I'll, I'll go with you you know so this gives ashley the perfect 
opportunity to have Robin alone so that she can tell her what Karen told her and also told her not to tell Robin. So Ashley says, God, it's actually really great that uh, we have a moment because Karen and I went to the pool this morning before uh, we left and she um, had some concerns about how she was feeling. She felt like you attacked her integrity. And so she kind of wants to talk to you about it. And then she said something else. And she asked me really not to say anything to you. And it's really hard because I told her, you know, Robin's my homegirl. So it's just really hard for you to say this to me and for me to not say it to Robin. So, of course, Robin goes, what did she say? And Ashley's like, gosh, I mean, she really told me not to say anything. But... Okay, well, it's going to come out anyway, right? Oh, great. So what Karen said is that uh, Juan has a girlfriend who looks like her and that he's been dating her for years and that he's in Georgetown with her all the time. And they walk down the streets and they're holding hands and, you know, all that kind of stuff. And that uh, you know about it. So <laughs> thank you, Ashley. So Robin just starts laughing and she goes, okay, well, first of all, I've never heard that rumor. Secondly, has Karen seen this with her own eyes? And of course, the horrible drawing of Karen pops up again. But this time they add yellow hair so that you know that she's blonde. <laughs> so Robin pulls out her phone and she's like, okay, well, let's ask Juan about that now. You know, if Karen wants to talk about people doing shit, we can go there. So Juan picks up and Robin's like, well, I'm here with Ashley and she's telling me that Karen spoke to her and said that you have a girlfriend who's got long blonde hair and that you walk down the streets of Georgetown holding hands with her. And um, did you also say that she was old like Karen? Is that what you said? And Juan goes, Robin, I'm about to hang up because this is why I don't like bullshit. Karen doesn't know me. I don't go out. I'm nowhere in fucking D.C. Tell them to cut that bullshit out. I'm going to cuss one of those fucking women out, Robin. I will. I swear to God, I will cuss out every single one of those women. I will cuss them the fuck out. I love you and I appreciate you. Don't let those women get to you, please. And then Juan hangs up. And as Ashley's like, uh, Juan, please don't be mad at Robin for this. Click. <laughs> so then, like, dog. <sighs> One thing about Juan is he's going to end a conversation, okay? <laughs> we have seen this. We, he has been doing this time and time again. He gets so pissed. I mean, usually he doesn't get this angry, but he'll just be like, Robin, don't do this. And then he'll walk away or he'll drive off in the middle of them being filming a scene somewhere, not in their house, or um, he'll just stare at her or he'll shuffle up the stairs or something. And yeah, I, not a good look. Not a good look. And I don't know if I was like reading into things too much, but I could tell like Robin was, which in my opinion, Robin was trying to be like, yeah, yeah, like I get it. But something in me could tell that she was a little like, <laughs> like I'm going to have to have an off camera uh, conversation with Juan because this was kind of a lot. I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. I don't like Juan anymore. I think, I think I'm good. I'm good. And I'm not even too upset about him screaming and cussing or whatever. Like, he has every right to be pissed off about that. He has every right to be like, I don't want to be in the rumor mill with some random lady in Georgetown 
when I'm not really on the show. You know, I don't, I just don't want to be a storyline. That I understand, especially when it comes to him, like, being unfaithful to his now wife. I, but on the other hand, I just, something about the situation didn't make me, it only made me like Juan less. I will say that. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. In a confessional, Robin says that she knew all the support that Karen was giving her about the wedding was bullshit. But was it support? I don't know if... It was support. She's basically taking a shot at your wedding and your relationship status. Every opportunity you come for her, but okay. So then the ladies go to lunch and Robin says, oh God, I'm really excited. But when Mia asks her why, she goes, oh, you know, just wait and see. So Ashley, Wendy and Karen get up to go to the bathroom. And Candace mentions to Robin, oh, just so you know, Ashley came up to me and Wendy earlier and said that uh, Karen dropped a bomb on her. And Robin's like, yeah, well, Karen's full of shit. So then Robin says that it really should be no surprise to Karen that she thinks she's fake and phony and that she felt like Karen was attacking Sharice's character and that she was engaging in mean girl behavior by unveiling that the funeral is the reason why she doesn't want to be friends with Sharice. Again, this is like bizarro world behavior I don't really even know. Are you this angry at Karen because she doesn't want to be friends with Sharice anymore? Like, is that really what you're mad about? Also, like you and Giselle have asked Karen over and over again why she won't be friends with Sharice. And she was trying to keep it cute. And finally, when she gives you the excuses why she hasn't talked to her in years, you're mad at her for telling you why. It just doesn't make sense. Even if Karen's excuse was something that she just made up and it was bullshit, which I don't think she did. um, I think, I don't know. Like you've been looking for a reason. You got it. You can't be mad that that's the reason. I don't know. My larger point is that it does not make any sense why anybody would be mad at somebody for not wanting to have a relationship with somebody else. Like what does that make you mad at her for? Like, I know that the half of this is like, we want her back on the show, but I think maybe a lot of this is that we want Sharice back on the show, but the gag is nobody else does. So y'all play that all wrong. And really to like hearken back to what was said last week, 
when they were like, oh, Sharice is the real queen of Potomac. Okay, well, then why doesn't she have a contract? You're saying that Karen is basically nothing in Potomac compared to Sharice, but then you're giving Karen all of this power to say, like, she's the one who's keeping Sharice off the show. So which one is it? Karen has come back from the table, from the bathroom at this point. And Robin says, well, Karen, I've always felt that about you. I've always thought that you were fake. And I felt that way since I met you. So Karen tells Robin, okay, if you wanted to defend Sharice, I'm totally fine with that. But you made it so much deeper. Robin claims that she's not attacking Karen's character. She's just calling it as she sees it. And then Karen tells Robin, I've stood by you and I supported you, Robin, but you're taking every opportunity that you can to attack me. Last night was the final straw by telling, you know, the friends in our circle to look out for me because I'm fake. I'm not fake, but what is fake is this wedding. And it's fake because I know that you know the rumors about this blonde girl in Georgetown. You're not stupid. You're smart, Robin. So Robin says that she's never heard it. And of course, Giselle chimes in and says, oh, I've never heard it either. But then Wendy and Candace are like, well, we have. <laughs> Twice as kept. Candace says in a confessional, I have heard the rumors, but I just have questions because Georgetown is right down the street. Why would you go walking around Georgetown? You can go walk with Ho in Spain. <laughs> is this woman Spanish? Was this a clue? That's what I want to know. Um, but y'all, we've all heard these rumors, right? How is it that Robin and Giselle haven't? I have. I've heard several. I've heard several um, in the blogs, in the shade room, on different podcasts, blind items. Like, I find it very hard to believe that Giselle and Robin have managed to matrix bend their way out of all of these rumors about Juan Dixon, but I've heard like dozens of them. Okay. And I'm not really one to seek out like that kind of stuff. Like I don't go spend my time reading rumors about people. Like these are things that I'm just naturally finding scrolling the internet. So again, how do the, those two not know? Okay. <laughs> those green eyes must be real selective. So then Karen says, people come to me all the time about you, Robin, trying to stab me in the back. And Sharice chimes in and goes, oh, yeah, you know, it's always just these people, right? Okay, yeah, it is these people. Like the same people that you've been alluded to uh, escaping Karen out from the rehab in Florida. The same people that you're saying are in your friend group with Karen that Karen doesn't want to talk. They don't want to talk to Karen anymore. Like all y'all have people. Half of Giselle's taglines have been about the word on the street. 80% of the things that Sharice has talked about this season have just been like, well, I know things about Karen and maybe she's scared to have me say anything. Oh, well, what I, what is, what do I know that Karen does? Oh, I guess you'll see. Like, okay. Like fucking Cheshire cat. Okay. But she's not allowed to have people suddenly. So then Karen tells Robin, it's your choice to do this cloak and dagger shit with regard to your wedding. But as long as you register, I'll eat my words. (laughs) I just don't believe it's going to happen. So Giselle starts screaming, she doesn't need to register for you. She doesn't need to do that for you. Okay. Okay. The Giselle 
is the same woman who's been demanding that Karen be friends with Sharice. Now nobody has to do anything for everybody. So Karen snaps back at Giselle. It's like, you're not even near an altar, okay? Be quiet. Nobody's talking to you, Giselle. Pipe it down on several levels. (laughs) Now I will say, the way these women come for the other women's marital status, I do think is lame. But I also do be laughing sometimes. Robin tells the table, I'm not getting married for you guys. And this, you know, I had to ride or die for Karen, but I had to hop off on this stop when she, she messed up on this one, y'all. So she goes to Robin, you need to stop talking about the wedding. (laughs) And I just had to agree with Robin when she was like, girl, you were the one who's been asking me about it. Stop asking me if you don't want to know about the wedding. Then we have to see the flashback of all the times that Karen has asked her this season about the wedding. Uh, but Karen says, well, you know, it's just suspect and I'm just sharing my feelings. So Robin says, well, you shouldn't care. What you should care is about your fake ass talking about how in love you are with your husband and being married to your husband. But people are sending us actual pictures of you with a blue eyed man in Redskins gear and in Vegas at a bar. Now we just have to pause for a minute and really take in how good this show is because as Karen and Robin are going back and forth with each other from across the table, the rest of the ladies have been quietly um, pouring shots of Class A Azul tequila <laughs> so that they could eventually wait for them to pipe down so they could all take a shot as a table and as a girl's trip. They're just sitting there. A lot of them just the shots in midair like, okay, you guys done yet? Now? Are we done now? <laughs> so funny so then Karen says I was with several Redskins people at that bar in Vegas so here comes Inspector Gadget Robin again pulling out her phone says oh you guys want to see a picture and she holds it up to Mia she's like oh does that look like somebody you know Mia starts laughing and is like yeah it does and then Karen goes can I see and Robin goes no you're good Giselle does this look like somebody you know right and this man potentially has blue eyes right She's like, yeah, maybe. So Karen goes, can I see it? Robin goes, no, you may not. And then she hands the phone to Sharice and Candace. Ashley says something that I feel like people didn't really pick up on, which is, is that the driver? The driver with blue eyes? Because remember, I think Sharice mentioned that at the reunion. Or maybe Karen said that that was the driver. I think that's what happened. Sherry said, oh, this is Mr. Blue Eyes. And Karen said, oh, that's my driver. So anyway, Karen goes, can I see the picture? This is like the third or fourth time that she's asked to see the picture. And Robin goes, no. And then she shows the phone to the rest of the restaurant and goes, this is Blue Eyes, y'all. That's him. So Sharice goes to look at it again. And uh, yeah, we see that flashback of Sharice talking about Mr. Blue Eyes and Ashley tells Karen, since she refused, Robin refuses to show her the picture, it's a picture of you from the back. And Karen starts laughing and goes, oh, kiss my ass. <laughs> so Robin keeps showing the picture off and she goes, yep, see, that is Karen. I, that's her big, wide ass. So Robin says in a confessional that somebody sent that picture to Giselle six months ago. And Giselle obviously immediately sent that picture to Robin and Robin's like, oh, yeah, I do think that might be Karen from the back. That's the color of her wig. That's her back fat. That's her ashy, crushy, crusty feet. That is her. So why didn't we see the picture? 
why did we not see the picture? Karen also at one point yells that that man's married. So like really be careful about what you're alleging. And then she says, well, I guess I need to confess my sins. And Giselle goes, okay, so were you in Vegas with him? And Karen goes, Giselle, you know what? I'm not even speaking to you thou without a man. <laughs> even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How does she even come up with that? <laughs> God bless her. God bless the grand dame. God bless her. But then Robin tells Karen, I've just wait, been waiting for you to talk shit. Karen says, well, your blonde rumor's real and you know it. And Robin goes, girl, how stupid would any of our men be to be walking around Georgetown hand in hand with another woman? And Karen goes, I don't know. Ask Juan. So Robin goes, okay, well, Juan said he's ready to cuss your ass out. And Karen goes, well, he might be. But before he cusses me out, I want to share this. You know why Juan wouldn't want to cuss me out? Because I've been protecting Juan. You ready for that? Let's go. Let's do it. When Andy Cohen asked at the reunion when we were all in white, if you and Juan were open to a threesome, you said yes, right? And Robin goes, I never said that. Of course, we see a flashback where a viewer asked the question, and Robin goes, hell no. <laughs> but Juan says, well, you got to keep it spicy, right? And Karen goes, see, that's Juan. That's why I like you. So then Karen says that after that reunion, they went to dinner. And she said hi to Juan. And Juan proceeded to take his arms and squeeze Karen so tight that her breast went back into her vertebrae. <laughs> says to Karen, according to Karen, Juan said to her, I want you to be number three in our threesome. Though at this point, Wendy's laughing. And of course, Robin is like all bent out of shape about Wendy um, enjoying life or breathing or cracking a smile. What's so funny? Why are you laughing? The same reason your goofy ass has been laughing um, all season. That's why. Because the shit's funny. Okay? So then Robin says, I really just don't care. And Karen says, okay, we'll see. This is why you're making lies about me. This is why you don't like me. Can you tell them why you don't like me? Because your man does. How about that? <laughs> At this point now, several women are laughing. And Sharice just goes, you know what? The delusion continues. You know, even this could have been more embarrassing for Karen. But it just it's just so funny that I'm not really that embarrassed for her. And I'm extremely prone to secondhand embarrassment. And yet I was living. I was living the whole time. <laughs> so Giselle says, are you trying to say that Juan wants to fuck you? 
And Carrie goes, no, but he did touch me and it was inappropriate. He touched me and he asked me to be the number three in your relationship. (laughs) So Robin says, I can't confirm or deny that, but whatever. (laughs) Which is a really weird response to considering how she's responded to things in the past. Did he say that? It kind of seems like he did. Like, I felt like a lot of people were laughing at Karen and being like, oh, this is impossible. That's a lie. And like, I don't really think it's that probable. But I just think Robin's response, it was pretty tame considering what we've seen her respond to things do before. I cannot confirm nor deny. Okay. It just seems like she would have had a lot more jokes about that if she knew for a fact that it wasn't true. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But anyway, Karen says, Robin's mad at me because she knows it wants attracted to me. I'm a beautiful woman. <laughs> So Giselle says in a confessional that Karen actually did tell her earlier in the season that one of the husbands hugged her inappropriately and it took her a long time to get past it. But I just thought it was Michael Darby. But Juan? And then we see a flashback of Juan and Karen greeting each other at the Reasonably Shady live show. And of course, the uh, arrows and lines pointing to the fact that um, there was a safe distance between the breast and the backbone when they hugged. So Giselle says, I thought, and I said that Karen's ego was on like 25 million before, but you just blew it out the water. And then why was there a picture of Karen as a mermaid? (laughs) Y'all are having too much fun at this point. So Giselle asked Robin, like if Robin and Karen are at the point of no return and Robin mumbles, you knew that, you know, we're we're never anywhere. Stop playing. So then Giselle passes around another round of shots and he's like, you know what? I want to toast. I want to toast to receipts. I want to toast to receipts on the phone. Karen says, I'm not doing that. Okay. (laughs) So everybody takes a shot. And then Mia says, I just need to take a sip. Just sip on this shot a little bit. Because otherwise I'm going to be wheelchaired out of here. And Candace goes, I want to be wheelchaired out of here. Okay. It's our last night. I want to have fun. So then Giselle decides to stir the pot again by asking Jacqueline, are you okay? Jacqueline, for the entire end of the table, are you okay? Because I know that you and me are still not speaking to each other. And like, you really didn't want to sit next to each other, even though we forced you to. But are you guys okay? (laughs) So Jacqueline goes, you know what? It's a process and it doesn't have anything to do with y'all. So I just like, don't give a fuck what you think. Like no disrespect. Mia and I will have a conversation another day, but not at this table because I'm better than that. And I hope all of you guys are as well. (laughs) So everybody's like, damn, okay. So Mia says, well then shut up, Jacqueline. (laughs) So Jacqueline at this point gets activated and goes, you know what? That's telling. Our friendship doesn't matter to you, Mia. And I vouched for you in the past for how long with these women? Cancer? No cancer? I stood up for you and told these bitches to sit the fuck down. That was me. Just like my mom took you in. And Mia goes, yeah. And I was with your mother on Mother's Day. Where were you? Where were you, Jacqueline? Oh. Okay. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. So Jacqueline goes, you are deep and ugly. And Mia says, well, it's true. So Giselle goes, well, clearly there's love here. (laughs) And Jacqueline goes, no, there's not. There's not. 
But Mia says, Jacqueline does this shit all the time. She's super dramatic. She's done it in their other friend group. And that's why they don't want to deal with her either. And that somebody was trying to get Jacqueline to not even go on this trip because she had already been popping off earlier that week. I don't know. But Mia says in a confessional that she's just over it with Jacqueline. And the only sense that she can make of it is that she's not giving Jacqueline enough attention. But at that point, Jacqueline gets up and is like, you know, somebody else can sit next to Mia and just walks up. And Ashley goes, where is she going? Is she going to walk home? (laughs) So then Ashley goes, well, I'm glad I don't have sisters because Lord. (laughs) So then Mia turns to Wendy and goes, you know, Wendy, I want to like you. And I actually really do. I have a soft spot in, my, spot in my heart for you. You're beautiful, you're successful, and you have an amazing husband and three beautiful children. And I just don't want to feel like you don't like me because of insecurities. So Wendy goes, wait, who's insecurities? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah, great question, Wendy. Which one of you is insecure in this situation? Because I think you might be less forgiving (laughs) once you find out who she's referring to. But Wendy accepts the apology and says, you know, we can have our conversation later. You know, we'll just talk about that. Meanwhile, Jacqueline is moping by the bar. So the rest of the ladies go over. Sharice is there, Ashley, Wendy, to speak to her. And Jacqueline just starts crying about how the rest of the women just need to keep her and Jacqueline separate for the rest of the trip. So Mia gets into the sprinter. And she says to Robin, oh God, I am so glad somebody's giving Jacqueline the attention that she's been screaming for. Oh my God. I, every episode, I, like every week I sit and reflect on how I would feel if my friend treated me even 10% the way Jacqueline did, does, excuse me, the way uh, Mia treats Jacqueline I could not even, I can't even wrap my mind around that. Like y'all have been friends, because I have several friends that I've had, you know, since high school, elementary school, middle school, like we're talking decades in the game here. I just cannot imagine getting on TV and talking cash shit about them the way that Mia does to Jacqueline, like I, or vice versa. Like that would be so wild to me. Whew. Anyway, um... Jacqueline basically tells the rest of the ladies that Mia's ego's through the roof. And at this point, she's just waiting on ready. And she's about to go nuclear because she's actually a a pretty good person. And that's why she's not done it yet. She's basically alluding to the same things that Karen's alluding to. Like, I've got stories on her. And she's very lucky that I'm keeping it cute right now. So then everybody leaves. Candace steals a bottle of the Class A Azul. She's like, well, they told me I could take it, but like, let's hurry up before they change their minds. And then Giselle tries to figure out if adios is Spanish or if it's hasta la vista or is that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? And the answer to that would, uh, yes, all of, yes, technically all of the answers to that would be yes. So the episode ends with Wendy going up to Mia's room right before the ladies meet up for their last dinner. And Mia says, you know, I just want you to know that I do like you. And I feel like we keep missing each other. And I'm just really not sure what went wrong. And Wendy goes, you threw a drink on me. That's, that's what went wrong. <laughs> so Mia goes, well, you know, you're right. 
And I feel like we should all be comfortable and not feel like we're going to get things thrown at us in a situation. And I really am sorry. And I really didn't sleep that night because I just don't ever want to be responsible for disrespecting somebody. And I, I like you. G likes Eddie. And uh, Wendy says, yeah, Eddie likes G. They really get along. They're asking, like, when we can hang out with each other. Listen, I like you, too. I've got a fake booty. You've got a fake booty. You're beautiful. I'm gorgeous. I think you're a good person. <laughs> and Mia says, well, it didn't really sound like you felt that way last night. And Wendy goes, yeah, well, because you were getting on my fucking nerves. But we're good. And then they hug and make up. And now here's what annoys me. Is that every time in the season where we're hearing about these women having such a good time with each other, we kicked it, we all got along with each other, all we ever see is like flashback footage or this like weird footage to illustrate that they're drunk and we never actually see them having a good time unless somebody took it on their cell phone. Let's see these great moments. You have it because we saw them at dinner. Kiki didn't have a good time. Why didn't we just see what happened? But anyway, Candace says, oh, Mia starts doing her monkey oppression again. Candace gets in with a chihuahua one. And then we find out through Ashley in a confessional that all the ladies went to the bar after their dinner. They were flashing each other's uh, panties or no panties, panties. Panty or no panty game. Just flashing, lifting their skirts up and whatever you see is what you see. Okay. (laughs) Well, there's a thin piece of cotton or silk bearing, whatever. Anyway, (laughs) some people saw people's pussies. Some people just saw some underwear. That's my point. Um, So uh, yeah, Mia, apparently, according to Wendy, goes up to Wendy and says, I just want to eat your box. And then Candace says, did that happen? And the episode ends with Mia uh, making her monkey impression and Wendy laughing. So (laughs) I I never want this show to end. I never do. Did Mia eat Wendy's box? To be continued. To be continued. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. Friday's episode is going to be a fun episode. If you have been watching Southern Hospitality on Bravo, I will say that. Um, Yeah. Love you. If you can give me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would love that.